Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, House of Jerks. Normally, Brian does this part. He's not involved in this show. This is just a, a Cameron Jarrett special. So... Uh, obviously it's going to be way better than the other podcasts. We all know that. So everyone get ready, <laughs> but to joining me on the show is my father, Rick Jerem. Rick, you want to say hi to everyone? Yeah. Hi everybody. It's great to be on the show. Nice to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so dad was on here before, uh, talking about how when the hurricanes first came to Raleigh. And so me and my dad had a pretty unique experience. We went on the road to see the same game twice. So I wanted to have dad come on and talk about it. Now, dad, this game was actually your idea. Uh, you chose Minnesota as an, as a, an away game to go to. Uh, we voluntarily decided to go to Minnesota in December, which I think proves our hardcore fandom. So dad, yeah, you want to talk about what made you choose Minnesota and uh, what that looked like? Yeah, sure. Well, I think the big thing is I really hadn't been there before to enjoy it. So I wanted to go there and I knew some people there. I had a, I had a couple of friends there. So I just decided to mix in some visiting the friends with some hockey. And uh, that, that's how I picked Minnesota. And I wasn't afraid of the winter, um, but I knew they had a really good team this year. So I thought it would be good if we went to Minnesota. Now, I'm always surprised when I hear that you haven't been to places. Uh, for those who don't know my dad's background, he's worked um, for IBM, Lenovo, Office Depot, Fortune 500 companies. He's traveled the world, gone to Asia quite a bit, Europe, and he's been all over America. So when I hear that you haven't been somewhere, Dad, I'm like shocked to hear that. So uh, good, 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 uh, good pick with Minneapolis. So that first trip in December, I actually got in after you. Uh, you had spent the weekend with friends and kind of explored the city. I know you did, uh, like, the, what is there, a Mary Tyler Moore statue or something? Yeah. Well, we flew in uh, three days before the game, and there was a blizzard. So it was a big snowstorm. It dumped about uh, one to two feet all over Minnesota, all over Minneapolis. Uh, my plane, we spent, my plane got rerouted to Chicago. Um, I was really surprised the Minneapolis airport had to close. Um, but it did with a foot or two, it closed for about two hours. And then we got to Minneapolis about two in the morning and we had to drive the rental car to the airport. And what really surprised me was that 
uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis hadn't removed the snow from the streets. So there was snow everywhere uh, on the streets and it was like four-roading or off-wheeling going to the hotel. So uh, it was very challenging. And it was about, uh, I don't know, it took us about 45 minutes to get to the hotel. We were the only car on the street. Um, so I was all alone out there, but um, you know, we made it, but I was just surprised that there was so much snow and they hadn't cleared it fast enough. Although it was, you know, in the middle of the night. So, you know, I'll give him that. All right. Uh, my dad uh, grew up in Illinois, for those who want to know. So he, he does know what he's talking about when it comes to snow. So Minneapolis, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Uh, you need to get it together with the winter weather. <laughs> so, yeah, you explored the city. And then, uh, then I flew into town. I flew into town a couple days later. And I flew in and you had set us up. Uh, so on this trip, we weren't just doing the game. We were actually kind of exploring the region as well. So on this trip, you had kind of set us up for a tour, excuse me, of Target Field, which is where the Minnesota Twins play. You want to talk about how you kind of came up with that idea? Oh, that yeah. Like? Well, I like touring stadiums. You know, when I go someplace, I generally like to do that. That's a fun thing I like to do. So when we went to Minneapolis, you know, I naturally checked all the stadiums to see if we could get a tour. And fortunately, Target Field was open. And, uh, you know, we were able to take the tour. And what made that so great is they were preparing for the uh, outdoor, what do we call that? The, the outdoor the, game. The Winter we Classic. The Winter Classic. So they were preparing the field for all that. And that made it interesting. And the tour was great. But the reason I thought about it is because, you know, I always like to tour the sports stadiums when I'm out. Yeah. And I, I think you actually looked in the Excel Center to see if we could do a tour of that place. But they don't they don't actually offer a tour. Right. At the right. right. Yeah. Right. Funnily and funnily enough, uh, neither does PNC Arena, home of the Hurricanes. I've looked it up. I've always, you know, love a good tour as well. And uh uh, PNC doesn't offer it either. So uh, hurricanes, uh, please get a tour going. Now the uh, we were our tour guide was actually the director of guest relations there. I believe is that correct? Yeah, right. yeah. He was he was awesome. I want to give him a huge shout out. His name is Patrick Forsland. He's the senior director of guest experience with the Twins. He even sent me and my dad an email the next day once the game, the first wild game, got postponed. So that was very nice of him. So uh, he was a great tour guide. The stadium is very impressive. Uh, I haven't really done a tour of other MLB stadiums besides Fenway Park that we did uh, 10 years ago. I'm sure Fenway Park has even more amenities now. So I don't really know how to compare the Twins to any other stadium. I'm a Dodgers fan. I've been to Dodger Stadium a bunch, but they uh, I've never done a tour there. Um, so And they were always uh, – they were upgrading it like crazy the whole time I was there. So – uh, but I believe Dodger Stadium is now the oldest stadium, uh, so go figure. Um, cool. So we did that tour, and that was fun. And then we went to uh, a restaurant. I remember there was a, a hash brown casserole or something, tater tot casserole that was on the menu. And I was like, oh, we're definitely in the Midwest now. But we didn't try it. And then I believe that night we had a nice dinner at the Italian place across from Excel. Does that line up with your schedule. Oh yeah, that's what we did. And it was a good dinner. 
Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, great service. It's like a three-story building across from Excel Center. I'm sure all the uh, I'm sure all the Wild fans and all the Minnesota people know exactly what place I'm talking about. Um, we were staying at the Hampton Inn in, in, in uh, St. Paul, and uh, that place was uh, a really good location. Seemed to really uh, uh, cater to the Wild games. So it was across from there, Cassetta. Cassetta is uh, is the name of the of the place we went to. So that was a really nice dinner. Next morning we got up and um, it was game day, or I believe it was the day before game day. I can't I can't recall which was which, but uh, that was the day. The first thing we did that day was go to George Floyd Square, I believe, and uh, that was one that I was really. Uh, it feels weird to say looking forward to. But it was something I was really interested in seeing, you know, not getting political or anything, but uh, the death of George Floyd is certainly a historical moment that will be taught in schools, I'd imagine, going forward in U.S. history. So having that tied to the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul were in the region, I, I kind of wanted to go and, and pay respects. I know you were down to do it as well. Yeah. So we went down over to George Floyd Square. And um, I didn't know, I, I'm really ignorant on Minneapolis and the area and everything. I had no idea where the neighborhood would be. The first thing that struck me about George Floyd Square was that it, it seemed like to be just in a regular residential neighborhood. It wasn't, it didn't seem to be quote unquote in the bad part of town or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a convenience store um, with a bunch of houses surrounding it. There's a gas station across the way. And What's interesting is like we went in the winter about a year and a half out after it had occurred and they had very well maintained uh, monuments, uh, memorials. Um, there's a full body painting of an of an angel where George Floyd actually died. Um, that's how they kind of have his area preserved. Um, extremely well maintained, even with all the snow that's clear, there's people going in every day and uh, looking after everything. You know, I noticed you and me weren't the only people there paying our respects. I mean, there were white people there, there were black people there. Um, it was all, it was just, it was almost like going, it reminded me of kind of like going to the Holocaust Museum where there's like a somberness in the air and you're just, you're, you're just wanting to learn and be open and pay respects and everything. But um, it's still in really well maintained. I'd expect that place to be made like a national park or something in the future. Um, or or something like that. I don't know, but uh, just with the level of care that's there, um, it's obvious that there's a lot of attention paid to it still. So, and I believe uh, you know we have. I also have friends in the Minneapolis area, and they told me that they actually changed the intersection to be like a roundabout, and uh, just to deal with more traffic and people coming to that area naturally. So, I thought that was super interesting. Uh, that was definitely something I wanted to check out. And uh, something I definitely won't won't forget. So uh, that was cool. I'm sure, uh, Dad. I don't I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to add on George Floyd Square. I just wanted to kind of take over that one. Well, I was just really impressed with um, how many visitors were there and how much traffic it got. And there was a map that showed where everybody was from, and it was people from all over the world that visited there. So you mm -hmm. could see that, you know, at the memorial. Definitely. I actually uh, forgot about that. So that's a good detail. I'm glad you, you brought up. Yes, they had a whole globe there, world map, and you could pin where you were from. And uh, every continent 
was represented. So after that, uh, we decided to do uh, the other thing, many Minnesota, Minneapolis is known for when we went to the Mall of America. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, Mall of America is the biggest shopping center in North America. It was the biggest in the world at one point. I looked it up. I believe it's like fourth or fifth now. There's a ton of them in China and Japan that have kind of taken over. So I'm sure that's no surprise to you, Dad. But um, it was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, we went on game day for this game was a Tuesday. So we kind of went on a Tuesday in December, middle of the work week. And I, we were both surprised by two things, the amount of people there and the amount of stores open and how staffed they were. You know, we all know the news and everything and how, how people are dealing with staffing shortages, but like every store was manned, every store was open and it, the place was like packed on a Tuesday. Like, I can't imagine what it's like on a Saturday there, you know, like unreal, like even like the, um, even the indoor amusement park we have there is still, uh, is still uh up and running and everything so i was pretty impressed we even uh you know we were in the m&m store and i remember this very well and you know aho had been dinged for covid earlier ethan bear was on the covid list tony d'angelo you know we had been surviving and this was kind of the first day where they were really getting covid results and i was monitoring twitter all day and you and me were in the m&m store and we got the i got the tweet that the hurricanes had more positive results and there might be a cancellation. So you and I immediately, you know, nothing was announced, but I remember you immediately sprung into action and came up with a game plan for a postponed game. Yeah. Well, I knew I wanted to make the game. So, um, you know, it was, I, I knew I wanted to do this game. So, uh, you know, we just decided that we'd fly up that morning early and fly back the next day. And, and that's what we did. So we had pretty much concluded that was our move forward plan. And we kind of got settled in with the fact that this game's going to get postponed. Yeah, we both, we were both fully expecting it was postponed. I remember we, because we were able to be alerted to it so early to the possibility, and we were able to get the game plan in place. I think I, I remember it, us being kind of pretty relaxed about it. You know, yeah. a lot of it was out of our control. I mean, what are you going to do? Like complain to the manager, complain to Gary Bettman. So I remember we went to the Margaritaville in uh, the Mall of America. I had never been to a location. So I wanted to go to a cheesy touristy thing like that. We had a margarita. We came up with the game plan. And while we were at the Margaritaville, uh, we got the official announcement that the game had been postponed with no new date announced. So we were flying out the next day. Now, all of a sudden, we had a night. Um, and uh, we were, what was fortunate is I have a coworker who lives in the area. And he just took over and said, I got this. So we went to Matt's Bar, which I'm sure anyone in Minneapolis knows, uh, home of the Juicy Lucy. We did the Juicy Lucy. I thought it was awesome. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Juicy Lucy, Dad? Oh, fantastic, fantastic, and cheap too. Jeez, I mean, it was a it was a hamburger with cheese cooked in the middle of it, served in an in a, in a wrapper with napkins, no plate, no nothing, just napkins and a burger on the table, and it was it was great. It was cheap. 
Yeah, it was awesome. Really enjoyed it. Felt super local. And then we went, uh, I know you wanted to see some of the skyline. Uh, so we went to the W Hotel. There's a rooftop bar where we got to see everything. And uh, it was awesome. So then uh, we kind of cut our losses, went home, and then flew home the next day uh, with the plan put in place for whenever they announced it. So, as we all know, they announced it. Game was going to be February 12th. And we enacted the exact plan you said. Uh, we flew in Saturday on the first flight out. We could have done a later flight, but I think you and I were in agreement that, you know, if there is any kind of adverse weather that delayed anything, you know, we just, we really didn't want to miss the game. So we were able to get to Minnesota early. In fact, I think this, I think our plan was pretty much perfect. Yeah, so, and we, and we, too. and we executed it perfectly as well. So like the first trip, we got to do all the sightseeing. So this trip, we didn't need to do any of that. We were just going to go in and out, which ended up being perfect. So we were both very tired. Uh, we hadn't gotten any sleep the night before um, for our for 4.45 a.m. wake-up call. So when we got to the hotel, I remember we grabbed lunch at a, a bar a grill next door. I was kind of freaking out because it was two degrees outside yeah, uh, on the trip cool. on on the trip in December, it was 30-something. You know, I can tolerate that. We get that in Raleigh. But I'm not used to the Midwestern weather like that. So the two, I was actually kind of nervous about how I was going to handle the cold. I mean, it was literally a high of, what, seven degrees that day? I think it got as high as seven our whole time in St. Paul. So, you know, we just went to the grill next door. It was 200 feet. It was fine. Had a great burger. And you and me came back and crashed. We slept all afternoon we were so tired and then um you know we woke up at five and it was game time you know i know i wanted to get into the stadium right away as soon as it opens because i had never been to xl i know you'd never been to xl um, wanted to check out the inside of the stadium so we got in got to the game and uh i was really impressed with the stadium uh you know xl energy center i believe opened either one or two years after PNC. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty nice having that as a reference point. And, uh, you know, I don't know what upgrades they've made over the years. I assume several because the Wild are a very profitable, rich franchise. Um, but uh, I was really impressed. They had a whole section dedicated to Minnesota hockey history uh, with University of Minnesota and all the homegrown NHL players that the state's produced. Um, the love, the amount of concessions and uh, open bars um, every 50 feet was extremely impressive. Uh, the variety of food available was, was up there. Uh, I would say they had more variety than PNC, you know, and they were embracing all the Minnesota stuff. So you could get like a bunch of sausages or they had like mounds of cookie dough. It was all this awesome stuff that was available. The staff and the fans were super friendly. Uh, you know, I had a great experience in Nashville when I went. Those are some of the nicest fans I've ever met. Uh, I know that might be a shock to some listeners, but uh, the Minnesota fans were really exceptional. Um, you know, they wanted to talk to us about how Nino Niederreiter was doing. Um, you know, they all we always liked Matt Cullen. Matt Cullen played there a long time. So I thought the fans were great. What do you think? I thought the fans were fantastic. They were super nice to us the whole way. And um, 
you know, or they were fantastic. You know, the people we sat next to at the game were great. Um, they were really nice to us. Then after we went out and ate, you know, we met people local, we had our jerseys on and they, you know, recommended things to eat, where to order, what to order, uh, just super nice. And then, you know, I was at breakfast in the morning and, uh, you know, I saw the same people that I'd seen the night before and they were nice to me again. So, um, you know, it was just a really, really good time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, the place we went to after the game, it was like a food truck rodeo, but inside. So I think it's called like the truck park or here. I can see it right here, actually. The 7th Street Truck Park is where we went to for post game. It was great. One of the locals recommended to my dad that we get a couple sausages, Juicy Lucy style, which, of course, we did. I remember it now. I'm hungry. Uh, it was great. And, yeah, that was pretty much it. We uh, went to the game. Canes lost. It was uh it was a good game. We had amazing seats. We were right on the glass. It was a really excellent game. Russian mm -hmm. had two goals. And, uh, yeah, really enjoyed the stadium. Stadium seemed up to date. They had a nice, large jumbotron, just like PNC does. Um, really impressed with the stadium and its amenities. I think it has the edge on PNC, but I will say uh, our bathroom situation is better than XL. They need, to, they need to work on their bathroom situation a little bit there. I think they have you know, only one bathroom on each side of the arena. So maybe that's something they can work on. But uh, that's something we have the edge. But uh, I think overall, XL was state of the art. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the XL Energy Center, to be honest with you, I thought it was better than what we've got at Carolina. Um, there were a couple things. Uh, it, it had the Minnesota character to it. You know, as you walk through the, as you walked around, uh, in the in the uh, hallways, you know, there was Minnesota things around. It felt like Minnesota. There was, you know, woods. It was log cabin style. Uh, the food selection was great. There was plenty of it. Uh, I agree with you. The only problem was the restroom. Um, but uh, that that stadium is is really nice. Um, and then, you know, even when we went to go have our lunch at the bar next door, 200 feet away, that that bartender was super nice and really took care of us. So, um, you know, it was it was great. Yeah, it was a really successful trip. Really good time. It set the benchmark. You know, we've been lucky. We've been to a few away games together. You know, you and I have been to Boston together, TD Garden. That was a lot of fun. Uh, very good trip. We did Dallas together, which I really enjoyed. Got Tex-Mex. Uh, that was at American Airlines Center. Um, I've done some away games without you. I've been to Washington, D.C. and Verizon Center in college. I know that was in Chinatown. That'd probably be a fun one to do again uh, now that I'm a bit older. But uh, also done uh, Staples Center in L.A. We've been there together several times, never for a Hurricanes game, but we've seen the Kings play there. And then I've been to the Honda Center with the Ducks play. Um, Honda Center is really not a great stadium, to be honest. But, uh, oh, how could I forget? We also went to Montreal. Yeah. And that was a great time as well. So uh, uh, really successful trips. I think Minnesota's tops right up there with all of them. And, uh, you know, we have another one scheduled 
Uh, we're going to see the Hurricanes play in Phoenix on my birthday week, or I guess Glendale, as we all now famously know. Um, it's the fifth to last game they're ever going to play in that stadium. Uh, the Coyotes are really bad this year. I think it's going to be quite an interesting atmosphere. Um, kind of playing, it's going to kind of remind us of PNC back in the day when we were bad, I think. Yeah. But uh, should be interesting. We're staying at a, we're staying in Scottsdale at a resort because I'm uh, for my birthday request. So we're going to do the full Arizona experience. Uh, looking forward to how all that goes. We're going to have and, a blast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll do a show on that one as well. Uh, so we can give you our opinions on the Coyotes area. And uh, we'll look forward to that. So uh, this has been our Minnesota show. Dad, do you have any final thoughts you want to impart? Yeah, I just want to say that everybody in Minnesota was great. Uh, that was a great trip. That was the right decision to go there. The people are outstanding. First class. I recommend that trip to anybody. Completely agreed over here. So uh, Minnesota, we consider you now uh, uh, honorary guests of the House of Jerks unless we meet in the cup final. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, until then, jerks out.